What's for dinner? What's for dinner? Mix and chop and put it in the pot and make it nice with herbs and spices. Oven baking, pepper shaking. Add a drizzle, make it sizzle. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? What's for dinner? Hey, it's me, Flory. Welcome back to What's For Dinner. This week, we're off to a kitchen in Clean, County Kildare, where Michelle, Rachel and their mum, Needy, are making a chickpea curry. I've made this from their recipe and it's delicious. One of those dinners that's like a hug in a bowl. Michelle and Rachel are going to talk you through the ingredients in a bit, but I just want to mention that there's some hot oil in this recipe and lots of sizzly bits. So make sure you have an adult with you to stay safe. Okay, here's Needy, Rachel and Michelle. Hi, I'm Michelle and I'm 11 years old. Hi, I'm Rachel and I'm 7 years old. We are cooking chickpea curry. It's a really traditional dish in India and I think it's one of my favourite dishes to eat. I like it because it's just a tempting taste. We really like the taste of it, so it's like we make it like almost every second week. Like, we do eat it a lot. (laughs) I like like really spicy things, so uh, I usually add like chili powder because uh, I absolutely love it so much because it makes it spicy. And then there's this one other spice, uh, garam masala. So it's an Indian spice, and when I add it, it just it makes it addicting. Honestly, it's mix of a lot of uh, spices, and it's really a special spice. Like you would use garam masala in most of the Indian curries. It's it's just mainly used in North India. So in, in in the dishes that we made in North India, most of the dishes will use the garam masala. Mm. And this this curry um, that we are making today is is comes from North India. Some people would have their own homemade um, garam masala. They would buy like separate ingredients. They'll buy like separate spices, and then they kind of blend it together in a mix in the mixing jar. And then they have their own. Uh, spice but here obviously when we live in Ireland we don't get to do that <laughs> we'll be lucky enough if we could get a packed packed like a pack for the garam masala so yeah we that's the story behind the garam masala it is it is the kind of I would say like a king of all the spices so it is it is very kind of the key ingredient if you're making uh, any curry Indian mm. curry so to make chickpea curry you will need three tins of chickpeas three tomatoes chopped three chopped onions and one teaspoon of grated ginger and one teaspoon garlic paste. For the spices, you need salt, coriander powder, garam masala, turmeric powder, one cup of yogurt, and for garnishing, you just need chopped coriander leaves. So we are going to take three tablespoons of olive oil in a pan and going to heat it up for for seasoning we are going to put two teaspoon of cumin seeds once you see once you kind of hear this this sizzling sound so the first thing that we are going to add about four cloves 
And the next, the next ingredient would be uh, little cardamom seeds. We, we kind of try and get it from the Indian grocery store. So it's like three cardamom. Just open them up and you'll see the, the seeds coming out and just let them sizzle in, in the oil. And then the next thing what we're going to add is the uh, garlic paste. And then let it kind of just change the color a little bit. And then we are going to add on the uh, ginger paste. So just let it cook like for one or two minutes. And then we are going to add our chopped uh, onion. And we are just going to uh, fry the onion until they get kind of golden brown. Can I have a stir? Yeah, of course. Why is it important to cook the spices in the oil? Uh, because you want to get like a like an aroma of like the nice taste of like ginger and garlic, so that you don't find them like a raw taste, so that they are nicely toasted. So we are just going to keep stirring the onion until it gets to change the color, and we are waiting for onion to get like translucent color and kind of bit um, brown color, brown in color, so that they're kind of nicely uh, fried. Mm. The base curry that we are making, it's probably same for most of the curries. So it's uh, like you can you can make this curry and keep it, and then if you would like to add on, let's say some vegetables into it further on, like later on, if you want to, if you want to add on like a boiled potatoes, you can make like a potato curry, or if you want to even add like chicken, or if you want to make it like a non-vegetarian dish, you can make it. You can make it your, your own. Like it's the basic kind of the curry. Um, the the is same. You just keep stirring. This is, I, I think this is the hardest part, isn't it guys, just to make, just, just to see the onion kind of... Um, I love doing it though, it is so nice. Another thing is some people find, just kind of gets really impatient when doing this job and they're like, oh come on, it's done now, let's, let's make this, let's, let's mix up your spices and let's, you know, start, but no, I think I, I would rather spend my time and make this curry like the basis properly and then, then add on whatever we need to add. So don't rush. <laughs> I know girls can be a bit tempted. Mommy, it's done. Mommy, it's done. No, guys, come on. You have to make it like a way that it has to be, you know? I know it's technically impossible to smell through the radio, but I swear I could almost smell those spices as they hit the oil. As Needy mentioned, this first stage of the process is cooking the base of the curry, and it's like a jumping off point. So you can go in lots of different flavor directions from here. So it's a good one to master. Michelle, Rachel and Needy are making a chickpea curry, so now they're going to get the spices for that. Let's go! So I think while chatting, our onion is done. So what we are going to do, we are going to add the tomatoes. So we had three chopped tomatoes. We are going to add these on into the same pan and we're going to mix. Just because the tomatoes has a little bit of water content, so it's going to kind of take a couple of minutes to for them to get at the same temperature, and then they start cooking them. So we are just going to uh, cover this pan with a lid, and uh, just maybe leave it for five or five minutes, I would say, just to let it let the tomato cook. 
Maybe we'll just just keep a check, just keep checking in between to make sure. So it looks like the tomatoes are kind of cooking, as as I can see. Like you know, if you press it with your uh, uh, spoon, and you can see that they are kind of you're able to press them. Like you know, so it means they are cooking. So we need another, I would say, five more minutes. We're just gonna cover it with the lid. And um, in the meantime, that's cooking. I'm going to prepare the the yogurt base to add it into the curry. So put six to seven uh, tablespoon of yogurt in a bowl. Now we're going to put about one um, one teaspoon of salt. I've poured one teaspoon of turmeric powder into the plain yogurt. Then we're going to add two teaspoon of uh, coriander powder. And a teaspoon of garam masala. And now we're going to mix all of them into the yogurt. Perfect. If you're cooking, like if you're making like a spicy one yourself, then you can add the chili powder into this yogurt mixture. But for, for me, because I don't try to make it very spicy, because we all have different levels of spices, so I will just try and put maybe chili at the end. So let's see how's the tomatoes cooking. Just, I think it's nearly, it's, it's actually done. So it looks like our tomatoes are cooked. Now we are slowly. Now Rachel is going to add um, the, the yogurt mixture very slowly. I'm putting in a spoon at a time. Oh, you can just pour it in, Rachel, just oh. with the bowl. Yeah. Perfect. Lovely. I'm stirring the yogurt into our tomatoes and onions. We can just keep. We can still keep the flame as high. Because again, as um, now the yogurt is going to cook, so we, we do need a high high flame now at this stage. So you can you can see that it's bubbling. Can you see him, Shah? Yeah. <laughs> it's bubbling. It's gone a bit like yellow orangish. Smells great. <laughs> now I'm getting tempted to eat it. <laughs> yeah, you still have to wait. <laughs> So it's going to take, I would say, about three to four minutes again to get it cooked again. So guys, don't lose your patience. <laughs> and this is the time, I think, when all the all the spices are getting mixed and toasted into the thing. So you, that's the time that when you start kind of uh, experience like all the aroma of the spices and everything. Sometimes I'm upstairs in my bedroom and I have the door closed. Maybe I'm reading a book. And then I go out of the bedroom and I'm like, what is she making? I can smell it from up here. And I go down and then it's... Whatever she's making, the smell is just always amazing. And I think especially now if you appreciate the colour, see the, the colour is changing. So maybe I would say in a few minutes' time, you'll start seeing that real curry colour in a few minutes. And that's when you start feeling excited. Okay, that's, that's the, the job done, like, you know. Can I have a go with stirring? Sure. So we're kind of, I would say, uh, nearly done here. So once the, the curry is done, then we can just add on the chickpeas and we're going to cover it then for a few minutes just so that lets all the chickpea kind of get, get soaked in the curry and they get all the spices. The smell is getting even more tempting. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel can't wait now anymore. So we're just going to add a cup of water. And then Rachel, you can just stir it very slowly. Perfect. Brilliant. 
we can actually add our chickpeas now at this stage. Them. Now, since we have we have added the chickpeas, we have to add on a little bit more salt. Do you want to add on one teaspoon? Getting even more tempting. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna add one teaspoon of pink Himalayan salt. Perfect, and it should be fine. And if it's salt is as per taste, because some people like depends on how they taste, but I would say this should be sufficient for our curry. And now it looks like. It's kind of getting to the final stage, but as I said before, we have to get all those spices kind of in infused, uh, soaked into the chickpeas. So now we are going to keep it on high flame and going to just cover it with the lid. And just wait. I'm keeping my spoon ready for the taste. <laughs> <laughs> Watching that curry bubble away, changing colour and just fill the kitchen with the most amazing smells, it's so hard not just to dive in. Now that the base, spiced yogurt and chickpeas are all in together, we're nearly there. Leave the dish covered and simmering for about five to seven minutes. If you take the back of a spoon and manage to squish one of the chickpeas, then you know it's ready. Let's see if we're there yet. I don't think Rachel can hold on much longer. anything now because it's all steamed No, because up. we have put in the water. See, it's, it's kind of doing... It's bubbling. It's the time to taste a bit of the... Amazing! Oh, good! I'm so glad to hear that. All my hard work getting paid off, you know? <laughs> I finally had my taste. <laughs> if it's has changed it's even more delicious <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't do you want to just try and see the chickpea is it yes. is it fully does it has the, all the taste and do you think it's it's nicely cooked is it soft and tender more. a bit more okay okay here goes Michelle <laughs> it's so good yeah, I think it's still not as tender as it should be. Mm. So we maybe might take another few minutes. Every time Mommy makes this, she always gets us to taste test me. And I'm so happy when I always get a taste <laughs> test. You're the first one. <laughs> so now, last but not least, we are going to add some chopped um, coriander leaves. Still popping. Yeah, I'm just going to turn it down now. That's another thing that you put the fresh coriander mm. and just cover it with the lid and leave it for five minutes so that all the nice uh, kind of aroma goes into the curry. So while we're waiting for the coriander leaves to do their thing, Needy is going to share a recipe for jira rice to go with the curry. It tastes amazing. For this bit, you will need enough boiled rice for three to four people, three to five tablespoons of olive oil or ghee, three teaspoons of cumin seeds, three cardamom pods, three cloves, one teaspoon of turmeric powder, a pinch of salt, one cup of frozen peas, three tablespoons of chopped coriander leaves. It's super simple, but looks and tastes incredible. Here's Needy. 
So what are we going to do? We're going to very quickly make um, the jeera rice. Uh, so it's it's just uh, kind of tempering the rice with um, cumin seeds and some peas and just to give a little bit of aroma into it. And it's very, very simple. Like if you have a boiled rice, especially if you have like a leftover boiled rice. So we would need um, about three to four tablespoon of any type of oil that you want to use. We're using olive oil, but if you have a ghee, uh, that's a clarified uh, butter. Uh, you could use that. We are going to add three uh, teaspoons of cumin seeds and just let it sizzle. Once the cumin seeds are done, we are going to add again three cloves, three or four cloves. And I always keep a count that how many I'm putting it in so that I can pick them out at the end. Because if the girls get any of them in their mouth when they're eating, <laughs> they will not like me at all. <laughs> and then I'm also adding three um, cardamom again. And then we have a, cu a cup of uh, frozen peas kind of on the normal temperature. So I'm going to kind of put them in, kind of really fry them in the way. So now, so stir the peas into the oil. Let it cook. We don't need to cover it or anything. We just need to cook this for just one or two minutes. Now we're going to add a very kind of half teaspoon of uh, salt and then half a teaspoon of turmeric powder. And then we're going to just mix the boiled rice into the into the pan. And then we have our uh, chopped coriander leaves. We have roughly about um, two to three tablespoons of coriander leaves. Nicely chopped. So when, when you mix those rice, um, you have to be really careful because you don't want to break them because they're already boiled. See the grains are really long, nice and long. That's how we want our rice to be. Yeah, that's it. Looks like it's all done. So we don't need, because they are cooked, all we need, just kind of mix them. Uh, mix all the kind of salt and everything nicely and the oil has gone into it. So they are kind of nice and, you can see, nice and shiny. So, while Needy was making the deer rice, the curry, under the watchful eyes of Michelle and Rachel, was doing its last bit of cooking which means everything is now ready and it's finally time to dig in. Welcome everybody. Oh, it looks so good. Enjoy. So I'm going to take a bit of the curry, mix it with a tiny bit of the rice, and then... Mmm. <laughs> Can you cough? <laughs> together it's just amazing everything is my favorite bit my mom is the best cook in the universe Aww. she is a cook <laughs> yes i think we all agree with michelle and rachel needy is a total rock star i really hope you try this curry it's a lot of fun to make 
The smells are awesome and the flavours are off the charts. If you do try it, send photos or just let me know how you get on by emailing junior at rte.ie. Join me next time while we're making Galette from Brittany with a family in Rathfarnham, County Dublin. You can find our recipes so far at rte.ie slash kids. What's for Dinner is presented by me, Flory Flanagan. Our banging original theme tune is by Hugh Fowler. Production is by Janie Lanagon.